film about? What's it really about? What genre does it hit? What is really being said? What's really being seen? That's what you're talking about. Hello and welcome once again to the Intermission Podcast, a podcast about content. I'm Nitin Sundar and as always, I'm joined by Dodi Narendra. Who are you today, Dodi? Today you can call me Alpha Dodi. (laughs) (laughs) Alpha Dodi because we're going to be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. A movie that's been uh, in very much in the zeitgeist uh, with a host of Oscar nominations and uh, it's it's been making waves in the last one year or so, especially in the last month. We will get into a detailed review and share our thoughts on everything, everywhere, all at once. But before that, Dodi, we have received some fan mail. Uh, maybe we should address it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've received uh, an email from one of our fans, uh, Lavin. Lavin, thank you for your uh, wonderful email. Uh, we hope to keep coming up with uh, more uh, discussions and different types of movies. I know you mentioned Korean movies there. I think we'll come to that soon. I think this is today is going to be our first step in the direction of uh, Asian movies. There's going to be a little bit of discussion of Hong Kong in here. I hope you enjoy that as well. Thank you. Keep lighting in. And we look forward to hearing more of your feedback. Thanks, Lavin. And thanks to everyone else who's been supporting this podcast with very encouraging comments on Twitter, and on uh, WhatsApp and other groups where uh, people have been reaching out to us. Uh, glad to hear from all of you and hope to keep this going. And let's right. jump right into everything, everywhere, all at once. What's happening? I'm not your husband. I'm another version of from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. A whole time to help you. Where do you want to start? So I think let's start with why we wanted to talk about this movie, right? We were, I think it's a movie that both of us have been grappling with in different ways. But uh, before that, just we were talking about Valentine's Day and we were talking about, should we do something for Valentine's Day? Should we be talking about movies about love? Uh, Should we do something about the, you know, best uh, movies, uh, romantic movies? And uh, I think kind of organically, we both landed up on this. It was your suggestion. Let me not take full credit. But uh, I was uh, 100% in the moment you said, hey, why don't we do everything everywhere all at once, which is about love and uh, not just romantic love, but also uh, familial love. It's just love all around, right? Absolutely. And uh, in in true intermission style, we are recording this two days after Valentine's Day. (laughs) So I don't know when when it is actually going to go out there. So it's going to be everything everywhere, all not immediately at once, once, but (laughs) maybe a few days after you would expect it to land. But uh, yes, uh, it is a movie about love. uh, uh, A very, very core human emotion is what this movie is all about. Um, And of course, it is also, I mean, you could read this movie in multiple different ways. It's a sci-fi movie as well. Uh, If you want to read it in in a particular way, it it is homage to multiple great movies uh, Mm -hmm. from our from our times and uh, we'll we'll talk about that as well before we go into details uh, as always reading out the imdb plot summary for this film it's not too bad mm-hmm. a middle-aged chinese immigrant is swept up into an insane adventure in which she hel- she alone can save existence by exploring other universes and connecting with the lives she could have led not too bad yeah that's good yeah. 
and to be fair it's a difficult movie to try and encapsulate in uh, yeah. a single line there's literally everything everywhere all at once happening yeah it was freudian slip you said encapsulate instead of encapsulate <laughs> which i think is also <laughs> perfect <laughs> but yes yeah but yeah that's a that's a fair uh, synopsis of the movie i think yeah. uh, where do you want to start shall we start with just initial thoughts i think uh, yeah. let me let me go first uh like you said it's it's just a lot of different movies at once right they're they're trying to be uh martial uh, martial arts they're trying to be action there's uh, fantasy and sci-fi uh there's a lot of uh, with the multiverse and jumping around there's there's basic family drama dealing with potential divorce dealing with uh, a kid that you are uh, almost on the brink of being uh, estranged from right and there's a dad who's overbearing as well a grandparent rather the movie manages to mash a bunch of different genres together yeah i think that was the first kind of uh, thing that really hit me when i watched it and everything i'd heard about it it was just we didn't really know what to expect everybody said this is so many things happening all at yeah. once there's so many different things going on i suspect we're going to do a bunch of different uh, versions of the everything everywhere all at once uh, <laughs> uh, joke here uh, but uh, it is really yeah. that right the movie is yeah. so so many things yeah all happening at the same time yeah uh, it, it, it so i had to watch this movie uh, uh, a couple of times actually uh, two and a half times i must mm-hmm. say because the first time i tried to watch this film i i watched along for about 40 45 minutes i think that's about the time when the verse jumping you know the multiple mm-hmm. universes uh, uh, theme starts playing out at which point I, i found it interesting but i found by the time you know if she goes into the third multiverse or, or the third universe in this mm-hmm. multiverse i thought the gimmick was getting a little tired for me and i i checked out of the film and then uh, you know i i saw the oscar nominations come out and i saw you know the kind of love and attention this film was getting which made me think okay hang on a sec maybe there is more to this film than mm-hmm. than what i uh, you know i judged it to be in the first yeah. 40 45 odd minutes right so i went back and uh, and gave it another try and at the end of my first complete viewing of this film i must say it's up there with the best films i've ever seen okay it's probably in my top 3 of all time right and then i went okay. yeah uh, and then i went back and watched this film one more time and uh, absolutely feel vindicated to have put it up there on that list right and one of the things that uh, as i was watching this movie this is a slightly meta thing uh, mm-hmm. we live in a world where there is a lot of content around us right and i for one i'm very very picky about what i watch because mm-hmm. I, i believe time is precious and uh, i you know the uh the regret of having watched something bad when i could have been doing something else or watching something else is mm. too high so i'm very very careful about what i watch which is why even when i'm watching something that potentially is going to make my top 3 of all time uh, yeah. if i'm not fully hooked at the first 40 minutes i i might walk away from it right mm-hmm. which ties into what this film is all about right this film is basically it's a commentary on life which fundamentally is a way to learn to live with the what if question mm-hmm. right we're all constantly obsessing over what are the alternative pathways that exist what are the choices that we have made should we have made them would our lives have taken entirely different shapes and directions if we had you know done something differently 
and and we just live wondering whether we made the right choices right and this movie completely subverts that reality because it literally allows the protagonist to answer all her what ifs right so when we meet michelle yo playing the titular character in this movie she's the woman filled with regret she's leading uh, a life of hardship uh, you could say she's living leading the immigrant life it's a hard life she's very very uh, bound by what society is thinking about mm-hmm. her what her family her father especially was an overbearing character uh, and has had a huge influence on the way she behaves uh, thinks about her and the choices she has made and you can see that you know she in, in an alternative life she wanted to be an actor she wanted to be a uh, you know many different things right so lots of dreams that have been suppressed lots of roads that have not been taken and she's le- leading a life stand depressed Absolutely, yeah. You can always bring TR into any discussion. But yes, so she's leading that life, right? Full of regret. And you can see that there is a lot of uh, negative energy around the way she's leading her life. It's rubbing. uh, In her mind, she is uh, the victim. And, you know, her family is leading a difficult life and she is the victim. But uh, one level deeper you go, you see that she's actually the cause for a lot of Mm -hmm. the strife that her family is going through. And everyone else is pulling along best as they can. and then this movie does a couple of things right so it it obviously references multiple different movies the most obvious reference that comes early is is the matrix where you think yeah. okay she is the one and she is the one who can save the universe and all of that and the movie completely subverts that in the second half where it actually says you are actually not the one you are nobody yeah. because you literally have been chosen because you are a failure in everything yeah. that you've chosen to do and which is what makes you uniquely strong to do what is required to be done in this multiverse in order to win right Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. But what it also does in that process is it addresses all the regrets that she had in her life. There is no what if left in her life after she experiences every. And I know we are jumping, we are worse jumping yeah, already, probably funny. a little yeah. too early. But uh, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't frame these thoughts uh, better. so that for me was uh, it was the strongest part of this film right so you have this person who has failed in everything that she has tried to do who believes mm-hmm. that the weight of the world is bearing down upon her and then she gets to see and experience what her better lives could have been yeah. and then eventually comes to the conclusion none of that really matters right mm-hmm. uh, and what what really matters is the is the moments that you live for and it doesn't matter which path you take life is going to have those beautiful moments and all you need to be is ready to experience them right and yeah. if you're stuck in the what ifs and the regrets too worried about how what the world is thinking about you you don't get to enjoy those moments i think that's the core idea mm-hmm. that at least i thought this movie was telling us and it delivers yeah. it to, to us in in such a fantastic manner such a technically brilliant mm-hmm. way thoroughly entertaining uh, lots of laughs lots of tears and lots of yeah lots of deep emotions along the way that it got us there i was thoroughly blown away by this film good good that was a very good uh, it wasn't actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it was a little bit of everything but i think you really caught the themes of the movie uh, i'll talk a little bit about my experience watching it right so i'd been waiting for this movie for a while i'd heard about it it had made some noise in the festivals and uh, every review i read said this is going to be mind blowing whatever etc etc i finally watched it and you know i liked it but i didn't love it it didn't like blow my mind i it was what i thought it would be it was 
maybe a bit of it was just all the hype that was already built up so i needed it to match that again i also wanted to revisit it after a while i realized that maybe it's not uh, maybe i didn't watch it in the best of uh, circumstances or with the right uh, mindset so revisiting helps uh, in times yeah. like this finally did a rewatch last week once we decided to do it here and i anyway wanted to watch it before the oscars happened just to get myself also up to speed this time i enjoyed it a lot more definitely was more relaxed and was really along for the ride uh that being said i still felt a little bit of i wasn't completely connected to uh the characters there were moments when it worked but overall i wasn't taken on a full ride and i know that it's worked for a lot of people obviously for you as well but yeah let's let's maybe dig into that a little deeper nevertheless uh, i mean technically brilliant the audacity of the filmmakers to just try and do all sorts of things and uh, i don't think any idea was uh, left out right any everything yeah. that they said you know what we should try doing this and they just did it like it, it's yeah. Yeah. it's an all out uh, 120% let's leave everything we have out on the yeah. field kind of uh, movie performances from each person like just yeah. all around i think a, a superb fun movie absolutely so everything everywhere all at once has had like a historic run at the award season they've got 11 nominations for the oscars which is the highest this year and uh, they've got best picture best director which is both the daniels we'll talk a bit more about them it's a directing pair best actress for michelle yeoh much much deserved i think and uh, she's done like stellar work for yeah. years and years and she's entertained for so many uh, decades at this point that uh, i think it's only fitting that she gets recognized and for a role like this which allows her to not just do the stuff that she has done before but also a lot more and two supporting actress nominations for jamie lee curtis as well as stephanie shu as the daughter joy yeah. and uh, joe butopaki <laughs> <laughs> as well and uh, i think the most uh, the story of the award season has been uh, ki hai kwan as uh, yeah as the dad as waymond alpha waymond yes, yes as waymond uh, so he was in uh, indiana jones when he was a kid okay yeah. and his, his story is really interesting he was in indiana jones as a kid super famous did a couple of other movies after that and then just couldn't get any more roles yeah didn't really work out at that time i don't think they were roles being written and you have to really push a lot to kind of just be the side person when you are asian and not white and whatever else and for a long time he gave up acting he got into uh, you know other aspects of filmmaking he was assisting directors and stuff like that and finally two years ago he he saw crazy rich asians with michelle yeoh and he said you know what maybe i should get back into acting Yeah. and uh, he put a tape out there and these guys saw it and that's how uh, yeah. he's come back now and uh, you really have to see people are responding to him everywhere right he, yeah he, he's uh, one of the global fantastic. globes yeah. people are cheering just earlier this week uh, they do this uh, oscar uh, nominees luncheon where everybody comes up and then they take this class photo okay yeah all the nominees whoever can be in la at that time they all come up so there's like a 
almost 100 people standing in this huge photograph of all the nominees and uh, they call people one by one and he got the highest like loudest cheer of okay. everybody and you're talking about yes. like you know even legends like Jamie Lee Curtis you're talking about Colin Farrell you're talking about Ben yeah. Fraser you're talking about uh, Kate Blanchett uh you're talking about you know Tom Lots Cruise for yeah. uh, Maverick he had turned up as well but the biggest cheer was for Kate one when his name got announced and he went and stood on the you know the uh, dais where they were taking the photos so i think uh, almost a lock to win best supporting actor but yeah. uh, will be good to see and it's a nice heartwarming story of somebody who's come back and yeah. you know i think uh, people always enjoy seeing uh, someone after a long gap so you've seen him as a kid there are a lot of like fond memories for people of our age who were big fans of indiana jones to have watched it and now you know uh, this yeah. is the one that's voting so you are bringing him back kind of thing yeah. uh, but yeah his performance was really good so like, i think we can jump into performances yeah. here he was really good in the movie yeah uh, uh, i thought everybody uh, gets a chance sorry just was given the way the story is structured really everybody gets a chance to play multiple different versions right it's uh, yes. in that sense it's an actor's dream come true it's yeah. like just say let's take the same characters action movie same characters romance same characters drama and different people get to play the romance different people get to play yes. the drama in each iteration so i think uh, yeah he definitely stepped up i mean to be honest the entire cast has stepped up but he was really good all the way from the kind of slightly hapless uh, somewhat given up original waymond who wants to get a divorce but doesn't even know how to broach the subject properly yeah fully agree right and i i believe uh, i i i do feel that uh, you know k k hui kwon right sorry yeah k hui kwon uh, i've not seen him before uh, i wouldn't have recognized him in indiana jones either uh, so for me when i watched the film it, it was you know a new guy playing playing this role of uh, you know the uh, i wouldn't want to say henpeck but yeah henpeck husband uh, let's yeah. put it that way but what he does really well is that in the first half of the film you're seeing him through his wife's eyes right and yeah. you see a certain personality emerge right he's he's doing this goofy stuff he's putting those googly eyes everywhere but he's also doesn't seem to be in with the crisis that this family is in and it does look like you know michel yo is ploying a lonely furrow and yeah. then you get to see same for what he actually is right uh, in the second half of the film across obviously across universes yeah. but uh, but they all have the same characteristic yeah exactly you know, the yeah. different versions of him yes yes so so you and see him not, right and that yeah. that common thread of his which is that i will fight with love yes. uh, and I, and uh, love is the core of who i am and there is no other way to fight my yeah. battles and you see that in multiple universes it establishes itself really yeah. beautifully and he has a couple of stand out sequences in this film the first mm-hmm. one of course is the fanny pack yeah. action sequence pack which i think is the first big fight scene in the film right and the first yeah. of many yeah and that's where the movie does its first big genre jump i mean yeah, yeah. you've seen under the umbrella inside the elevators when the first you know sign of yeah. a yeah. parallel universe emerges but things but really start going ape shit yes. with the fanny pack action sequence and he blows you away in that right? yeah. he does it really well he really reminds me of jackie chan by the way and i remember uh, i know you've written about this in your money control piece this movie this role that michelle you played was originally written for jackie chan and for some reason he was i wonder why but uh, he apparently did not did not sign up for this film and then yeah. it was taken to michelle yo and i'm so glad that it was taken to her because she does a fantastic job with it and i also think the role that she plays 
which Jackie Chan could not have, the role of the mother and the role yes. of a daughter, I think brings so much to this film. So I'm glad that it happened. But uh, the husband reminds me of Jackie Chan so much. He, uh, there's a bit of facial resemblance as well. And there is yeah. obviously the, the comic action element yeah. to the character that style. he plays all yeah. in one. So first that action sequence. And then uh, later when he has that monologue where he, he really unravels in front of uh, Michelle Yeoh and, and expounds his philosophy, right? And in parallel, it also cuts to the other Wong Kar Wai universe where yeah. uh, he's the guy who got away. But yeah. uh, but he's he's doing fine. He's actually mm-hmm. quite wealthy, despite not having uh, you know united with his with the love of his life yeah. in that particular universe. And the way in which he delivers that message across those two universes. I don't know. The only thing I do know is that we have to be kind. Please, be kind, especially when we don't know what's going on. I thought really stellar performance mm-hmm. and yeah, I do think he will be a front runner for the Oscar this yeah. year. That's that's going to be his clip, right? His clip most likely should yeah. be that intercut between talking about love and, uh, and the way he looks, man. He, he Obviously, it works yeah. for the fanny pack and all of that. But in the Wonkarwa universe as well, he's yeah. like wearing this slick. dashing yeah, very uh, slick. Yeah. ducks and he's smoking and the smoke is just wafting off and he's just yeah. completely cool. Yeah, And that's where he delivers the other line, right? The, in another yes. universe, I would have yeah. been very happy uh, to do laundry and taxes with you. Taxes yeah. with you. And that's, yeah. that's your like... That encapsulates the film because... Yeah. You also have this uh, earlier, I know we are again doing the worst jumping or other, at least yes. I am. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think you should get used to it. Yeah. yeah. The first time in the lift, right, when mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh gets to see the various worlds yeah. in which, which she could have inhabited, she sees yeah. herself as an actor. Yeah. And when she then meets her husband in the mm-hmm. actual universe again, she tells him, you must have seen what my life would have been like if yeah. without you, right? I want yeah. you to come and see what my life would have been. And and there she's saying it in the sense of gloating or in the sense of, yeah. you know, also a bit of and irritation that, that you yeah. have held me back and you have denied me yes. that life. Yes. Right. And and then getting that line from him in that yeah. other universe, which closes the loop back and also tells her, you know, what what it all means, what all of this uh, uh, really means. Yeah, uh, I thought that was, that was really powerful. And even in that universe, she goes searching for him in some sense. She kind of sees him. She's like looking around that premiere or whatever party it is. Yeah. She spots him. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one who's like, there's some presence here. Some presence has been missing in my life for so long. So, you know, it's not just, uh, yeah, her first read of that situation is my life would have been so much better without you. But then as you go into it, she realizes that A, it's because he left that she was able to pursue her dreams, but also she's still feeling that hole that's left by him leaving. And uh, she wants to get it back. And he is the one who's a little unsure about wanting to come back or not, right? He's like, I can't be hurt like this again. I had to take this once. But yeah, he, I mean, he managed to sell all of those uh, versions really well. In fact, since you mentioned the yeah. uh, the cast and the nominations, right? And I think all of them very well-deserved nominations. Jamie Lee Curtis to people of our country, probably best remembered as the woman in True Lies. True Lies, 
for her yes. for her very popular dance yeah. <laughs> in the in the one tango. of those scenes in the middle yeah the tango correct yeah. yeah i watched a couple of interviews of the daniels right and mm-hmm. funnily on youtube you have a few of their interviews which all have like 1000 2000 views like I, i think those guys have just not exploded or they have been going on very random channels yeah. there is one interview of them which uh, i would recommend we should probably put in show notes where they're speaking with ryan johnson there's a variety oh, nice. clip where they're talking about their respective movies their recent films it's pretty interesting they mention how uh, they cast all these guys right and apparently jamie lee curtis signed on for this film once she knew that michelle yo is in it and yeah. she said oh i've always wanted to do a movie with michelle yo that's all i'm sold yeah. and and it's also a running joke she never quite understood what this film was so at various <laughs> points in the shoot yeah. she would come say okay now i get what your movie is all about <laughs> and and she did that three or four times including yeah. uh, at the uh, premiere screening but this movie is in a sense about untapped potential of people Mm-hmm. and it features a cast of actors who maybe yes. you know were not given a chance to realize their potential in this movie totally explodes it and that's definitely true i think for the two lead characters yeah. right yeah, yeah. absolutely michelle you of course i mean it's not untapped potential really but this yeah. really is a it's like a temple uh, that's been erected for her for her brilliance exactly. right yeah. yeah to fully showcase what she's capable of you were speaking of uh, interviews uh, there's one that jamie lickert is just gave last week where she talks about joining the movie because of Michelle Yeoh and you can basically I'll send you the clip you can hear her voice breaking as she's starting yeah. to say I'm I'm here because of Michelle Yeoh and not like yeah. I literally said yes to the movie just because somebody said Michelle Yeoh and I said okay fine you know yeah. so everything that's happening right now I owe it to uh, Michelle and just the fact that I wanted to work with somebody like her let's talk a little bit about the daniels so these guys started off years ago but they were mainly you know the usual pipeline music video then ad films and if you're lucky yeah. you get to make a few movies uh, but if you go back and see some of their earlier music videos as well all of their you know influences and everything is very clear even from back then right uh, there's the the most famous one is the turn down for what video with uh, dj snake uh-huh. which is itself some 7 or 8 years old Yeah. that's the video you watch that and you yeah. could just more or less like change some of the faces in that video and drop it in <laughs> yeah. this movie and you, you uh, yeah, they, feel like yeah, they're the also going through that, floors yeah they're going through universes deep. effectively they're bashing through universes yeah uh, that by the way is uh, daniel kwan the one who's dancing with her oh that is daniel kwan okay got it that's daniel yeah, kwan of course and uh, in the turn down for what video and uh, in uh, in the movie If you remember there's one sequence where uh, they she she's in some room and she's cleaning she's suddenly a maid and she's cleaning in some office kind of study right. not office but uh, study room kind of thing and one uh, white guy and one uh, lady come out of a hidden closet and they've been having sex or whatever the, that's how she knows that uh, there is a closet in the back yeah, which she then uses yeah, yeah correct yeah. that guy is daniel shinert ah okay got it and uh, she so, ends up so, spanking him or whatever so because she has so to do like, something to uh, whatever the weird non probabilistic thing to do to uh, jump versus to find right. the worst pad or yeah, whatever it's yeah. launching pad worst pad 
Let's jump. Launch yeah, you you do. Yeah, launching pads. Yeah, basically launch pads. Some pad. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably talk about the mechanics of this movie also in a bit. And oh, we'll okay, no, it's a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be very honest. I have questions about the mechanics, so I, I oh, think we'll, we should we should totally get into it. No, no, we'll get into it. What's there? <laughs> okay, so this yeah. wrap up on the Daniel. So they yeah. get uh, you know kind of cult status with some of these uh, music videos. you can see all of their influences like i said it's not just it's not just the uh the speed with which they move and the yeah. speed with which ideas are thrown at the screen it yeah. partly comes from the idea of a music video or a ad movie right where in yeah. 30 seconds you have to develop the whole world and you have to tell a story and you have yeah. to sell a product so this is literally if you look at uh, everything everywhere also you can see it as a series of every creative idea that we have we're just going to keep throwing yeah. it here every 2 minutes is a different movie every 2 minutes is a different like there is a there's a genre jump happening very frequently and you can see yeah. that you know the the maintenance of a color palette a theme etc yeah. for the different universes i think it comes from the sensibility of having worked uh, yeah. either on ad films or on music videos mm-hmm. and in this yeah. case it's obviously music videos yeah so and, that does come uh, that aesthetic comes through yeah partly it's that partly it's also uh, there's uh, I'm going to say rough and tumble like let's just do it and get it over like you have a limited budget you have to like show an entire world in like 30 seconds of like four shots or whatever but yeah how do you make every dollar really stretch and you know yeah. if you look at the uh, visual effects list of this movie and you compare it to like any other marvel or whatever else or any regular action movie that's happening right now this is one less than 1/10 the size of that team so it's just a bunch of a few people sitting together and making making a lot out of very little and using basic tricks filmmaking tricks uh, a lot of the backgrounds for example the ones that uh, we see her flashing through where where we don't explore the universes themselves yeah. but we just see her flashing through all those backgrounds are just iphone photographs from you know whenever he traveled he would keep taking like back for background photographs so he just put that over there so you know a lot of like uh, a uh, DIY style of filmmaking which again comes but it doesn't from yeah system. but it doesn't show at all tell. i mean you, yeah, you can't tell. tell it's it's so well yeah. done right to making yep. nearly making the technology go in fact some of those montages are so powerful and they're yeah. not short montages right sometimes you see yeah, yeah. things like that where people are just showing pictures back to back they yeah. end in like 3 or 4 seconds this one there's one sequence yeah. in the middle of the movie it just goes and goes and you feel that michelio is actually falling and you feel like yeah. you're falling it's extremely yes. disorienting to watch yeah. it yeah and yeah. there is a light that goes around and around yeah, they do around the face light, right yeah. it's so good it it does it it totally yeah. works with the it's one with the film they've got a very body raunchy sense of humor right they do so even if and, you and, see and uh, yeah if so you suddenly see, you have the sausage hands yeah. uh, and you have sausage hands the butt plugs yeah. you know the <laughs> yeah. idea that you have to fight with the butt plug uh, up your yeah. ass whatever they yeah. just they yeah. are willing to go into yeah silliness at any point of time so they're not also so precious about what they do or yeah and the same bodiness is even there in uh, the dj snake video right it's yes. that guy no, that, is just basically all the power is in his pelvis or whatever yeah. it's a that's the song the song is basically he can't control his testosterone or whatever else yes. so he's like banging yeah. everything yeah. with his pelvic thrust and he's uh, conveying it to everyone across all the yeah. floors yeah yeah, yeah. so you know you can see this being like the culmination of everything that they've been doing all this while and they've got a chance to just 100x literally they went uh, growth growth path 100x like a startup no, but, uh, they went, yeah 
actually if you look at that music video right the music video is it's 80% body right it's 80% raunchy yeah. it it works i mean it's obviously yeah. a extremely uh, campy powerful testosterone yeah. testosterone filled uh, music video the film is not that the film yeah yeah in the film it's like you said they are willing to go to very very strange places in the middle of telling a very serious in the story. service of a story yeah yeah, yeah. I, i didn't mean to reduce it yeah, but yeah. yes but you yeah, know it's and not necessarily in the service of the story as well because like sequence like rakakuni for instance right yeah. uh, it can completely throw you off it's very difficult to genre jump yeah uh, so seamlessly from yeah. one extreme to another without losing the audience along the way yeah right and uh, even but these guys managed to do that Sorry. yeah no and even rakakuni what is when you first hear of rakakuni it's a joke yeah. it's a joke she's trying yeah. to say ratatouille she says rakakuni and we're laughing okay over oh, that yeah then it comes back and we actually see the universe of rakakuni Okay, fine. Yeah. So yeah, in a multiverse, every universe exists. Everything exists, yeah. Then she goes back and says, sorry, there's like a whole story. Each of these universes have their complete story. She and the says, same sorry, thing she says, the... I'll help you. She yeah. writes, then he's not able to do it. Then she decides to help. Like with every bit of the story progressing, yeah. that Rakagoni story also becomes on its own a standalone yeah. story that has like... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. and it's the same thing with the uh, sausage hands as well right yeah uh, well the first time it appears it's obviously a joke it's also yeah. a little disgusting to watch and yeah. uh, they take a chance to uh, to play the 2001 space odyssey tribute yes. over there right yeah. uh, with the opposable thumbs and the fingers mm-hmm. or what not uh, so it's again starts off as a joke but one of the most powerful lines in the film yeah. are delivered basis what happens on that universe because they're playing keyboards using their toes right yeah. and even in this silly universe that we have sausages for fingers our yeah. feet become so so good at what they do right yeah which which i give for me again is say something about what the movie is trying to say because you know you keep looking at you know what your weaknesses are in the in the choices or what your failings are but every failing yeah. is also strengthening some other part of your personality or some other exactly. part of your body right this is yeah. what the film is about so i would the one of the things i noticed also is the the idea of jumping versus is to be able to pick up skills he keeps saying you need to go to a place where you can pick up the skill from so and so character and come back and keep using all of these different skills right but she doesn't just pick up skills she also picks up character yeah like in some sense she's the sausage hands universe yeah makes her a lesbian in that world and yeah. i think getting to see that also allows her to understand her yes. daughter a little better yeah. all of this yeah. and that's not very much spelled out it's not i think all of right. it is yeah. there like everywhere she goes she learns not only a particular skill but she also learns a way of she observes she, she observes yeah. a lot in, in yeah. every universe that she goes yeah and even there yeah. like i mean it was a very nice tender love story between jamie lee curtis and you don't quite initially understand what's happening yeah because you know that the... she completely doesn't understand we are a bit yeah. disoriented <laughs> yeah. yeah but we catch on much faster that that's a romantic universe Yeah, yeah she takes and, a little longer to realize oh this is the one where i'm in love with her, which she yeah. was asked to do way earlier in the movie she was asked to yes. say i love you uh, yeah. with conviction yeah yeah right which she's not able to say but here she yeah. is yes there is a part of me that does love even this person who is so uh, who is pretty much the bane of my existence or whatever else yeah. so yeah bring yeah. us back to the whole idea of love is all around in this yes yeah. so you mentioned that uh, you had some issues with the mechanics of the verse jumps before we talk about that i have a more fundamental question 
do you think the worst jumps actually happened or do you think it's an entire entirely a piece of imagination and the, <laughs> that level our friend of the pod this is barry has uh, written a dissertation on this film uh-huh. which we should link in show notes and he actually believes that uh, there was really no worst jumping and all of that is just for us and it's all happening inside our head thoughts yeah. <laughs> fed up this is the no this whole it happened in the character's head <laughs> is uh, is a very uh, oft used uh, theory to explain stuff things so that we, we don't understand uh, yeah yeah but uh, yeah sure i mean we have it in maverick also no you you've seen the maverick theory what is the maverick theory maverick theory is that when uh, the dark star flight uh, crashed he died but in his last moments ah. he's seeing the most the best redemptive arc for himself where he manages to come back into the graces no, of the navy and this thing and his uh, friend's son finally forgives him and he gets the happy ending yeah. that he was see, but the problem this is, is like this is like walter white dies at the yeah, end of is, uh, whatever right. so the penultimate episode eventually you these can are, do these it are together. alternative theories these are alternate yeah. theories which could be true and sort of yeah. join the dots but this actually ties in right mm-hmm. imagine the entire movie was about and and uh, actually barry explains this really well in his uh, uh-huh. blog post he actually says all the documents that she's presenting to the tax authorities are actually the various invoices are basically representations of the various mm-hmm. dreams that she had in her life right and the film is her effort to come to terms nice. tally everything that all the baggage that she's been carrying all her yeah. life which is all of this now you may only see a pile of born forms and numbers but i see a story with nothing but a stack of receipts i can trace the ups and downs of your lives and it does not look good it does not and he also explains why this is possibly true he says see even if the worst jumping actually happened yeah. the reality is these people went to the tax office and people like them or them actually destroyed things at the tax office that day yeah. there's no way they'll be allowed inside the <laughs> same building the next day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to come and submit their papers right so which just makes a sense good, so yeah yeah but i like this idea of tallying uh, different <laughs> yes. because he she says yeah in fact that scene is literally there right with jamie lee curtis says yeah. uh, oh you're a music teacher yes, but you're also exactly. an actress but you're also a dancer exactly. but you're also this but you're also that yeah yeah fair enough that's a that's a solid read yeah well done yeah we should we should link this uh, yeah article i yeah. have not read this i will read it but yeah that's a that's a very good read it uh, works it is, yeah and the most the most straight read or rather the the, the linear story here really is it, it's quite simple right it is it it largely is about the pressure that uh, parents knowingly or unknowingly mm-hmm. end up putting on their kids and yeah. uh, and what it takes to break out of that cycle right mm-hmm. um and you can go back and see everything that uh, michelle yo's character has done in in the original universe uh, is is sort of it reflects the pressure that she was put under by her father including the choice of Yeah. choosing to run away with uh, you know with with her mm-hmm. husband um against his wishes and then despite having done that the 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 weight or the pressure of uh, her father's existence keeps weighing down on her right including yeah. this trip of his where gong gong is visiting them it's very important for her in the middle of everything that she's going through including the tax audit to to put on a great uh, chinese new year party because uh, her father is going to judge her for it it's very important to her that uh, her daughter's lesbianism is you know uh, she finds a way around it because she knows that her father is going to totally judge her for it or you know or, or not see it in in very good light 
and it is that same pressure that she ends up reflecting on her own daughter mm-hmm. right and uh, yeah. you could say that jobu tupaki across all the universes is a representation of you know the accumulated pressure mm-hmm. of having to yeah. uh, having to live up to the mother's dream right which is why uh, in alpha verse literally she was pushed to verse jump you could see parallels to that with the tiger moms and helicopter moms and all those stories that we see around us right where parents are pushing their kids to do all sorts of things and typically parents who are looking uh, at their kids to you know live the best versions of the lives that they themselves could not manage right which yeah. is very and again it's i don't yeah. think it's coincidence that this is a chinese immigrant living in the us right it's mm. very much a part of that milieu yeah. and this life is about or uh, this movie is about her coming to terms with that right and obviously catalyzed by her husband's relationship mm. with her uh, he's the one who eventually helps her sees that light yeah. and she a mends or rather she first attempts to mend that relationship with her daughter but in the process goes back to her father and also closes the loop there right yeah, and yeah. because that's the only way that cycle breaks that would yeah. be the straight reading of the movie the multiverses are all there for fun yeah. uh, i think that's that's one way to look at it but yeah it's yeah. a good one i like it it works <laughs> yeah it works all is fun too and especially i think the idea of uh the way you said it which i guess might be there. the idea of tallying everything together and saying all of this equals yeah. me yeah and it's all sitting there on pieces of paper is a good good way to read it interesting yeah. but um, let's let's talk about your uh, your issues with the worst dumping though anyway uh, not, not that not, i would be able to address them but i would yeah. like to know about them not not issues but i'm just it's not entirely clear to me what is happening at any point of time are, are we swapping consciousness are we oh, you know okay your mechanics are we seeing yes. another character there like are we seeing when we're seeing that wonka bai love story for example are we seeing that actor yeah. are we seeing our michelle yu sitting in that actress version okay. and you know that's ah. where i'm a little so my reading was this my reading is and that when... jumps, to be honest anyway go ahead huh. my reading is that when the when you do a verse jump you get to embody that person in the other universe mm-hmm. and at the same time imbibe their skills which yeah. you then bring back to your own universe only and you use those skills in your universe you don't actually you don't uh, you don't impact reality in the other universe mm-hmm. i feel but you embody okay. it for a brief while mm-hmm. and in the process you bring you get that essence back at least that's how i read it because you actually but that person also getting some essence from you because that's only with the racker no that's only with the racker kuni story makes sense because she ah, learns yeah, yeah. and then she goes and you're apologizes right. then she yeah. helps could so be or everybody... or or off camera rakakuni character has uh, jumped into another universe and and learned something we don't know but yeah you you're probably right maybe yeah. maybe there's a transference that happens yeah both both ways yeah in the, i think rakakuni is the only character uh, or the only universe where we see the reverse happen right or other other instances where you That's see other universe now there is so yeah. many that it's really yeah there's so many and, and the good thing about this film is uh, once at least for me once i was in for the right i wasn't bothered about plot mechanics at yeah, all yeah yeah it yeah, it's very matter. simple it's you do something thing. weird you jump into a universe you get a skill yeah. and you see something fantastic and by then you're ready to jump into the next one it's right? so just keeping track of the yeah, what is on screen it was hard to like hang on a sec i'm not yeah yeah, yeah. let's not scratch too deep you'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. lose your mind and the best part is unlike say an inception or you know there isn't too much of exposition to explain what's going on also there's yeah. just enough to say okay this is what it is this is worth jumping you do something probabilistically ridiculous you will jump and uh, if you don't then you will land somewhere in the nether regions and that's not great yeah, yeah that's 
that's about it and that's also very audacious the way it's structured right like they so much happens yeah the movie ends yeah you get that ending credits directed by yeah. the daniels whatever yeah and then you get the first like whatever that like then you know the next that's where you get everything yeah. that's where you get everywhere i think that's where you go to you already uh, gotten everything in the no movie. you already got everything oh, comes early i think okay. everywhere comes after yeah. yeah and you're like holy shit is there like half a movie left after this movie which yeah. already has like 10x of movie in one and there was <laughs> i think that yeah, that yeah. comes barely an hour into the film yeah yeah so. and then it then goes on after that and then goes on and also, also beautiful uh, that particular scene it's a movie within a movie within a movie right because yes. this the original universe is reflecting in the movie that, that michel yo the actor was actually yes. playing michel yo the actor <laughs> yes who's also yeah, yeah, a lot screen. of that footage of the red carpet all that is michel yo is michel yo basically it's real yeah, exactly yeah. right so that's yeah. meta to the next level yeah yeah nth level meta which is again directed by daniels within that universe yeah yeah so let's talk a little bit about that universe since we were talking about valentines day and we're talking about movies about love yeah uh, i know you didn't have a chance to watch but in the mood for love by onkar wai is one of those pinnacle romantic movies i managed right. to finally like squeeze it in last week again okay which i had not rewatched in a long time and it's just outstanding so onkar wai is a well known uh, filmmaker uh, in the hong kong days uh, he's not been making movies recently but about 20 years ago he was one of the most interesting and uh, soulful filmmakers out there a lot of movies about love there's a movie called happy together which is uh, do you know tony lung is did you watch uh, shangchi yes i did the dad the dad ah okay got it who is this guy's news basically the dad and him uh, i mean the dad and uh, shangchi and uh, onkar wai is like saying whatever you know uh, martin scorsese and uh, robert de niro it's that that kind of pairing that like they just got it got he did all them they did all their movies together and uh, there was something called chunking express so i was talking about onkar wai even during our quentin tarantino right? tarantino so yeah I, yeah so i think chunking express, express is the film that uh, tarantino is tarantino in. most loves that also has right. uh, tony yeah. lung in it so in the mood for love it's this story of two couples in set in the 50s i think uh, in uh, uh, hong kong and they are uh, their neighbors and we only see one half of each couple we never see the other half because the okay. other half is always traveling or whatever else and the half we see is the one we interact with basically somewhere through the movie somewhere through the halfway through the movie one confronts the other they start to get to know each other a little bit one confronts the other and they come to the realization that their spouses are having an affair okay and they are supposed to know whatever they don't know about it but they figure out each of them has figured out that there are some small clues that gets dropped and they figure it out and then a weird relationship starts between these two hmm. where first they just talk about i wonder how this started right do you think my husband spoke to your wife first or your wife spoke to my hmm. husband first and then there are a bunch of these scenes where they try to reenact what might have been might so- have happened Oh, okay, okay what might happen between those two so they are play acting and they keep breaking in and out of that as they're doing it they'll suddenly stop and say actually no my wife would never say something like that ah okay she would he would be a bit more pushy and she would say no my husband won't do something like that and it keeps going back and forth somewhere in that they 
they really get to know each other etc lots of stuff happens anyway. and then they fall in love yeah not really <laughs> but, <laughs> that's what i'm saying the climax of the movie is i mean the the like emotional climax of the movie like the shot that's on the poster and everything else is just she leans her it's the back of a taxi where as they're driving away and you can see her head slowly rest on his shoulder okay right. and when that happens uh, he moves his hand and he puts his hand on her hand okay like that is the like the full climax of all the feeling comes in that one hand moment and it's like outstanding mind blowing etc etc whatever okay right? now and i have to watch it one of these longing and what does love me that all of that many other things happen anyway it's a movie that people revisit during valentines day or not the best movie to actually revisit during valentines day <laughs> because it's not necessarily like very happy love but uh, it keeps coming up and i like i sent you uh, there's a screening of it happening here in uh, lisbon right. as well for uh, for valentines day and i want to go watch it in the theater but i don't think i'll be able to anyway there are people doing stuff for valentines day even after us yes <laughs> <laughs> even later <laughs> even later than us <laughs> yes yes but yeah so uh, obviously natural that uh, these guys would want to pay and uh, pay homage to wonka uh, uh, white who's been influential in a lot of yeah. filmmakers lives so that that actor universe it's the way they're dressed it's this kind of right. throwback yeah. to there's glamour but it seems like slightly dated glamour right it seems dated like glamour, that 60s yeah. 70s kind of glamour the camera work if you look at the camera work there's there's times when she's searching for him and everybody else is blurring across yeah, 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 playing yeah. the very, yeah so that's very much a uh, wonkarwai uh, touch he does that yeah. in all of his movies there'll be people just like blurring <clears> past <throat> the screen and then these beautiful silhouettes with all the hong kong street lights you know you'll have red green coming from some some chowmein store or whatever some little yeah. noodle store will have like a neon light bursting and that that's the only reflection you can see on their faces and they'll be leaning against the wall in this superbly cool pose which is why like yeah, yeah. kehwal looks is... amazing in that he's just yeah. like naturally leaning behind like yeah. like like shahrukh khan in some major whatever right you know the yeah. iconic movie pose kind of scenario yeah and slow smoke wafting in there he really takes time to show these little elements and he creates a lot of mood with that got it yeah and the movie is literally named in the mood for love but uh, uh yeah so i for me that i started watching it as like okay yeah this this piece so this is I'm, where this scene is being taken yeah, from yeah and this is where i'm really also particularly enjoying some aspects of it and they yeah. they change the storytelling style it's not just the way it looks they do they do but the, yeah. uh, there's nothing in that sequence except dialogue they okay. just keep looking at yeah. us and they talk right there's no yeah. action yeah, there's yeah. no random yeah. uh, rakakuni or whatever else yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just two people coming to yeah. terms with a lost love yes that at some point might have been there's still some feeling there yeah it's just a mood piece really it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a mood, mood piece. dialogue a, there's a very strong feeling there yeah. but that's also the one that has the most romantic of all the things right when he finally ends with what we already said yeah. in yeah. the universe i would very happily do laundry and taxes with you Anyway, so my side rant on mm. not rant, but side uh, gushing on Bunkarwai. No, no, uh, absolutely no. In fact, these directors, they have they are very open about it. They have taken yeah. the you know they've uh, indulged themselves in the homage uh, section yeah, yeah. of this film, right? And yeah. I think lots of universes are built that way. I think I saw one of the interviews where they said uh, they were going for a Paul Thomas Anderson Magnolia esque uh, setting mm-hmm. for the Rakakuni universe, apparently. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. 
and uh, they also said uh, you know after seeing the after this movie broke through lots of mm-hmm. directors have been reaching out and congratulating them um and they're like okay it's it's uh, so every time we get a call so when edgar right call they said oh thank you so much <laughs> we we do we stole from this of your movie this of your movie <laughs> no, thank this you for this scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. thank you actually yeah. they're like oh it is nice to do that to the yeah. heroes uh, you know from whom we picked stuff yeah. for this yeah. film which is this is very nice yeah. yeah and i think that goes back to another piece that we have spoken about in the past like what is imitation what is copying what is yeah. you know uh, so much right and yeah. i think the lines are very blurred over there and and when you do it you know it i think when you yeah. when you when you're yeah. when you're doing it wrong you know it when you're doing it yeah. right you know it and this is right for sure yeah and you know for me it's always if it works it works if it works i it mean works. Na- nothing yes. is yeah. this is a yeah. long conversation nothing is entirely original you are uh, nothing is entirely original that you're coming up with yeah. even if it is by itself quote unquote original you've not actively picked it up yeah. for years it is still a summation of everything you've also experienced and consumed and blah blah Absolutely. blah so it is yeah. some output of all of that put together yeah. through your unique filter and uh, as 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 it happens i i watched as you know i watched uh, patan yesterday uh, yes. and i had an absolute blast right and it has sequences lifted straight yeah. out of hundreds of hollywood films yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't matter yeah. it's it's a, it's its own unique take and it brings its own they see why are if twist to it and it works yeah. right i, I don't yeah. care if it's it works it works if it doesn't work then even an original idea is uh, as crappy i would complain about that yeah exactly yeah that's You're right. right fair enough fully agree before we go into the depth just about the daniels right i have always wondered how uh, duo directors function mm-hmm. because film direction must be a very very singular experience because you have a singular vision as a director yeah. uh, and and in fact even if you're a great director with a very very firm hand it's very possible that you yourself are you know doubting or double checking yourself mm-hmm. from one day to another if you put another person into that mix i have absolutely no idea how that dynamic works and you have a few of them right so you have yeah. uh, raj and dk for instance you have mm-hmm. pushkar gayatri you have these guys the wachowski sisters yeah. as well i don't know how they how they do it right and uh, a lot of these directors actually never actually break apart they remember their main a pair and these guys especially the daniels i mean they also have the same name which is as uh, they really made yeah. for each other they call them the daniels i i wonder how they pulled off a movie that is that does everything that this film does mm-hmm. while they are actually two people it's it's just it's quite something I think you need a different kind of mind meld for that. Yeah. Imagine like trying to resolve like a conflict over there, right? What do you Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah. yeah. And and but then it, these guys are not spouses, they're not siblings. Yeah. They, they they just met in college. Yes, you have to approach it like that. in some in some yeah. way you have to say it's a relationship like any other relationship and sometimes yeah, you, sometimes is. me but overall as long as they're pulling in the same direction. I mean that's yeah. easier said than done. So it would be a good segue because I was going to talk about they their last movie was this movie called Swiss Army Man. Yeah. which is uh, i saw the trailer just after to you describe, were... yeah just to describe yeah. which is <laughs> paul dano lands up washed up on a beach and then uh, and then he finds a corpse which is daniel radcliffe yeah he becomes friends with that corpse that corpse keeps farting that's the very farter yeah the... <laughs> <laughs> you are waiting for that Uh, no, it, cop, it just it just came up like yeah, yeah. the uh, cops keeps farting he finally escapes from the island using 
the cops as Daniel Radcliffe as a boat. He sits on him and then gets him to keep farting. And that's the propel- propulsion that yeah. uh, speeds away from whatever and can uh, run through the water. So that's the kind of movie these guys are making. Right? And it was supposed to be really good also. I never ended up watching it. But uh, guess who watches this? Yeah, uh, the Russo brothers saw this, right? Another set of directing duo. Yeah. Who are also coming from a multiverse comic world of their own. They watch it and they say, you know what, we should work together. And they end yeah. up producing this thing, right? So we should talk about the scene where there are two rocks. Uh, setting it up for our listeners, right? So there is this scene, th- this film is obviously about uh, the main characters embodying multiple different universes. And since this is all probability, every weird combination, everything that can be possible is possible out there. So yeah. there is one universe where life did not evolve at all. And you have Michelle Yeoh and her daughter, Joy, uh, in the form of rocks, right? And uh, they actually can't even talk to each other. But they are talking to each other through speech bubbles. And the conversation that they're having, and by the way, this is another example of what we spoke, yeah. where the worst jump is actually uh, rubbed off both ways, yeah, right? So, so so the rocks have uh, picked up uh, some senti- sent- sentience from sentience. from the humans, yeah? yeah. Uh, and they're having a conversation in, <clears throat> in the form of speech bubbles. It's an extremely moving scene for a variety of reasons, but mainly because the movie is so much of noise, color, and action mm. leading up to that point. Yeah. And suddenly in the middle of it for five minutes, it just stops, right? You just have three or four camera angles. You're looking at a barren landscape. There are these two stones that are sitting on top of a mountain and there are speech bubbles. Absolutely, You can just hear the wind howling maybe slightly in the background. Um, And they're having a conversation about regret and you know whatnot. I I found it extremely moving and powerful. And and also that one is also a continued story. They come back to it three times because two, three different things happen. Yeah. First, yeah, that one picks up. You're right. That one picks up from the other universes because after uh, Bayman talks about uh, fighting with love and all of that, yeah, that's when this rock turns around and has the googly yes. eyes. Exactly. The googly eyes that Raymond uses. Yes. And much later, when she says yeah, you have that... to let go, she goes along with her and she says, I'm with you. Yeah. And both of them jump. You and whatever, yeah. and I'll be with you. She just follows her and says, Both of them jump over. We're both here yeah. together. Uh, yeah. I don't have to always solve your problems. Yes, but I can yes. be here for you. That's yeah. that's what I have to. By the way, we've spoken about this movie. And we haven't even like touched upon the bagel that which, everything uh, sits on, which is like a basic yeah. definition of a black hole. We haven't even yeah. gone into all of that. Which is the fun that. thing. The fun thing is uh, for people who have who are taken in by the Oscar hype and want to watch this film. It's not running anywhere in India. It's not streaming on any platform right now. So. Yeah, hopefully at some point uh, they will get to watch it or they would have watched it a year back and they probably remember. It came yeah. out in November and lots of people watched it. But oh, I it wouldn't did. be surprised if they do a re-release now. Did the yeah. Woman King re-release happen? You said there was one. Woman King release that. itself happened, which by the way, we should... Uh, let's quickly oh, take happened. this moment to re-plug. I forgot to... Uh, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Woman King uh, finally released in India. So please go out and uh, go back and check out episode number four. Uh, yeah, The Woman King is the title of the episode. Uh, it's yeah. probably four or five, one of the two. Yeah. Okay, fine, whatever. Please go back and listen to that episode. Uh, we made it. But a, also a, watch the film. I mean, things. yeah, which is yeah, why yeah, we are plugging it at the moment. Watch it and enjoy our podcast. Yes. Okay, digression for Woman King done. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you realize what happened there? Uh, uh, if you think of Woman King episode as one yes. of the universes, yeah, it actually reversed off. It, it, it reversed jumped and it got some some knowledge from this uh, universe. Correct. Yeah, very good. We didn't talk about uh, one other thing when you talk about the daughter Stephanie yeah. Shu. First of all, of course, everything that you eloquently touched upon when you first spoke about the movie. you know the pressures that parents put on their da- kids and all of that oh she plays uh, the role so well yeah, yeah. and uh, there's there's this recurring thing of uh, evelyn not knowing how to say something nice yes yeah and saying something scoldingly but you that is her own form of like care and love and whatever yeah. else right so in the end when they finally land up at that irs uh, office again once everything is resolved and uh, Michelle was leaving the car she turns to Becky and says you should get a haircut or whatever and Becky is like beaming she's like yes <laughs> i got uh, scolded yeah. that means she has speech love and she looks yeah. at uh, this yeah. you know they keep doing those kinds of thing which is i think familiar to all of us yes exactly yeah, it's it's a very yeah. universal uh, feeling of parents saying oh you haven't yeah. eaten much or you yeah. eat a lot you become fat whatever all of those yeah. are their way of showing concern mm, yeah and michelle you does it well where the first time itself she's it. struggling to say something nice because the fight has just happened i'm sorry yeah. i'm jumping all the way back to the beginning of the yeah movie. yeah when she uh, follows her back to the car and car, yeah. tells her that she needs to and watch what she's eating she stops yeah. she's trying to say something nice and you can see in joy's face as she's waiting is she's waiting for it time yeah. to say yeah. something nice and she says you become too fat as a pay that you need to watch uh, what you eat yeah yeah nice way of taking like simple things and turning them into storytelling yeah. uh, devices yeah. mm-hmm. and stephanie's uh, face always registers that uh, you know that that yeah. that that utter pain and and the lack of life that you see in a lot of teenagers yeah. these days right and yeah. you know that they're going through adolescence and it's it's painful for variety yeah. of reasons but often because of reasons that are foisted on them by parents yeah. and of course lots of reasons that are foisted upon themselves by themselves but uh, okay. she really embodies that character so much and maybe it's it's probably an asian as well as a south asian southeast asian experience yeah. it's something yeah. that is very very identifiable with i thought absolutely so uh, when i was trying to read up on this film after watching it i somehow i don't usually do this but i landed up on the google page right and google has okay. a five star ranking for movies a mm-hmm. five star rating and it has some reviews which are user given reviews right and there was this one review that i really enjoyed reading it's written by someone called uh, declan conlon okay roughly a month okay. back so i'm just going to read out a few lines from that review he's given five stars and the review reads attention all go see everything everywhere all at once an insanely enjoyable absurd hilarious profound ridiculous satirical reverential emotional exuberantly weird and brilliantly clever love filled film like the coen brothers on magic mushrooms paying homage to asian filmmaking while satirizing the marvel universe tarantino and a whole buffet of oriental cinematic tropes it sucks you in for a wild roller coaster ride of movie references and existential questions uh, and then it goes on the story is both a touching fam- family drama fantasy exploration of alternative lives a philosophical argument between existential despair and buddhist acceptance wrapped mm-hmm. up in a sci-fi comedy bonkarvai kubrick zang chan <laughs> tribute with a lovely lgbtq subplot blended into its multi-layered message utterly bizarre gloriously acted tearfully joyful thought provoking mm-hmm. beautiful cinema that is so good you instantly want to see it again and again and again i know we've been speaking for an hour but yeah. if if i were to 
put everything that i felt about this film into <laughs> yes. like you know 40 seconds i would have probably just read out this review right at the start very yeah. nicely sums up at least my thoughts on the film so no, truly like we have said multiple times it is everything yeah all at once and it's a film that you okay. it's it totally worth rewatching right and yeah. i i can say it now i watched it a second time felt very very enriched mm-hmm. by the second rewatch i probably won't revisit it for another uh, many months maybe a year or a couple of years maybe but i'm sure whenever i do the next time i would really enjoy it again i'm going to be waiting to uh, see what happens at the oscars it is possible that this movie will sweep between kihekwan definitely winning and few other awards michelle you is the only kind of tricky one because kate blanchett is nominated for this movie called tar and that's the other Uh, when yeah. that has been uh, happening across uh, many of the awards but i think it's possible this might be a year where everything runs this way i know there is precedent right we had in the last few years we've been seeing a lot more uh, asian representation as well we saw parasite yeah. uh, in the pre pandemic year in 2019 the 2020 oscars yeah. where bong joon ho this swept across everything we had uh, minari a couple of years ago which also won uh, multiple uh, oscars uh, well one oscar and uh, multiple nominations six nominations which is again not a small number and uh, last year there was also this japanese movie called drive my car so, yeah. you know some of these movies have been coming in and out we've already had another asian director win in the meanwhile chloe zhao won for uh, nomadland which is oh yeah all american but yeah, yeah asian lady asian lead yeah one so i think uh, this might be here but at least i mean it's going to be a lot of fun uh, for sure kihe kwan's going to win the thing is they they usually do given the usual run of the oscars supporting actors one of the first ones city the first oscar if i'm not wrong that will be handed out if they follow the usual pattern right it means they'll start with a rousing everybody's going to cheer for him he's probably going to like uh-huh. cry a little bit janta going to cheer they'll cut to uh, uh, steven spielberg a few times steven uh-huh. spielberg will be sitting in front because he's also nominated for Fablemans. They'll cut to Steven. He's going to call out to Steven. So I think it'll allow them to do a lot of like fun stuff within the ceremony itself. Of course, all of this is for not if uh, our old white boys continue to do what they do. Anyway. It's, how does uh, it matter? How does it matter? Shit, the I mean, movie yeah. is the movie. It's, yeah. it's done what it needs to do. Yeah, no regrets. Rest is <laughs> helpful for others and helpful for more product like this to get made. So to that extent, yeah. Oscars matter. But yeah. otherwise no particular real use for those so that was us talking about everything everywhere all at once movie that uh, we really enjoyed movie that uh, nitin is has put at the very top of his favorite movies well done yes yes and uh, yeah our installment for valentines day not just uh, romantic love not just different kinds of romantic love but uh, love between uh, father and Universal daughter love. love between yeah mother and a daughter all around a uh, good fun feel good movie with enough masala and everything else to uh, yeah take you along for the ride absolutely yeah definitely watch if you haven't and if you watched it watch it again yep watch it again and again so uh, thank you once again dear listeners please like rate review subscribe please leave five star reviews if you can it doesn't take yeah. much time 
We really appreciate uh, everybody listening. Please do send in uh, more emails, more uh, requests. If there's particular kinds of movies you want to uh, hear about, we're happy to talk about those. Yeah, and, and do tweet uh, us at yeah. your intermission and at Narendodi and at Nitins on Twitter yeah, with a K. With a K. And yeah, uh, yeah send us emails at yourintermission at gmail dot com. Anything else? Do you want to plug something? No, nah, we're good. Okay, I think let's just plug our Woman King episode again. Uh, oh, yes. Please go back, listen to episode number. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what it is. I'm going to say four. Uh, yeah, it was probably. I think it was five. <laughs> I, oh. I actually think it was. <laughs> so yeah, go back, listen. To... <laughs> uh, we might have just cut out some. Uh... nonsense about us trying to figure out uh, which episode was which one because uh, we are too stubborn to actually go and check the listing but yeah we finally landed at episode 5 and if you're still wrong please listen please to episode 5 and then find our uh, that episode yeah, also and listen to that episode too. both good episodes but i'm really proud of quite enjoyed yeah, that movie and uh, yeah, it was a great discussion major contrast because uh, woman king also should have episode been episode 6 dude I've checked. <laughs> We're episode six. <laughs> After all that, okay. We finally figured out that the Woman King episode was episode six. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Day <laughs> the Wakanda Forever episode is episode six. No, no, episode six is Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Okay. So I saw the I saw the different got confused. <laughs> We had the Wakanda Forever. Okay. <laughs> How bad is all this? Uh, okay, fine. Yeah. So episode five, Woman King, running uh, in India now. You can watch the movie and uh, listen to that episode. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Thank you again and uh, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.